This is episode 332 of the Gold Squadron podcast, and I'm your host, William. Is this what this is about? Hegwood? And today, I'm joined by Marcel. The root of pain can be found through the three-way canal, Manzano. Yeah, emergency root canal on uh, on Friday. Uh, oh, turn, no. Turns out there's three nerves, because they showed me the MRI, so they went in and they drilled three nerves and they're out so um good times wow uh, hopefully everything goes okay uh we also have ryan why did rack cross the road stan Zuski. to get darth vader to the other side <laughs> and james new kitty cat ritter uh yeah i missed last week to take care of this little one uh because she decided to uh fracture her uh thigh bone um on the first couple days that we had her so we had to go take her to the vet is that what she's attempting to lick right now uh yeah a little bit oh she looks so tiny and cute i know it's just like a miniature if you see my other cat it's like a miniature version i was gonna say like like, it, it looks the same gray. It's like, did you get your cat de-aged? What is happening? <laughs> yes. uh, they, even, they even have the same like ring tails and everything. So. Oh, wow. Wow. Yep. It's, uh, what a catastrophe. But <laughs> I want to talk some X-Wing, but before I can, I got to talk about the GSP Patreons. Uh, Patreons are GSP's largest group of supporters. They get us to these large events. Dion's heading up to St. Lawrence. Uh, not this weekend, next weekend. Is it this weekend? Let me look at my calendar. I, I think it's this weekend. It's this weekend, yeah. I think you're right, yeah. Whoa! It's come up so fast. He's heading up to Canada for a world qualifier. Uh, and you guys can join him on our Twitch. Uh, and the way you can get there is through the support of Patreon. So if you want... To get us to more events, uh, you got to uh, check out the Patreon at patreon.com slash gold squadron. All right, first, uh, we're doing some headlines for uh, recent roundup events. Uh, the main one uh, that started this week uh, is the XTC, the International Team Championships for the x-wing a multitude of nations come together to battle it out uh we are proud to represent if i can switch over switch the camper now well i didn't hit that button there it is uh me and marcel proud to represent uh team usa in the group of d facing off against uh serbia this week um, but have poland spain Mexico and the new U.S. Islands team as well, uh, taking players from uh, Hawaii, Puerto Rico, U.S. Virgin Islands, uh, coming together uh, to support those kind of um, smaller nations, if you will, uh, around. Uh, but has a great uh, group of players as well. So we're going to check in on that. Right now, uh, only one game in. This is the first day of the XTC. Uh, Serbia's got us uh, 1-0. But uh, 
should be an exciting uh, match. Uh, Marcel, thoughts on going up against Poland, Spain, Serbia, U.S. islands, and Mexico for the group stage? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think we ever went through like the whole um, like what, what what all the groups are. And uh, but no. long story short, we're in one of the groups of six. There's a couple teams of groups of five, and and basically the top two of each group advance. And, um, you know, this was a weird one because we were uh, seeded, right? So they, they, they try to do it in a way that not all of the best teams or the top teams or the teams that were like the top 10 teams last year are put into the same one again. Mm-hmm. So we were seeded and I believe uh, Spain, Spain is seeded, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but Poland, because they decided to play like crap during Swiss uh, last year, they're probably the strong. I mean, um, objectively, they're probably they have like the best resume, right? Um, like their players have the most longevity and best resume and, and, and best performance overall in XCC. Uh, but they came in as unranked, so they are huge spoilers. Um, and then also Mexico is, is a pretty strong team. Uh, Serbia has done well, and the U.S. Islands. Uh, our our boy Daniel Leon, he's he jumped over there. I don't even know who all is on their team to be honest, but I'm pretty sure they're 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 a pretty decent team as well. Uh, there's uh, Obi Juan, uh, Psych J. I know him. Uh, Anthony, uh, Marchland, Mike T, and Alan. Com- Chento Camacho uh, is on the U.S. Islands team. USA has got uh, Doug Howe, uh, Joel. Uh, what's Joel's last name? I was going to say Snaggletooth. Uh, Springle. Springle. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Levi Shat, uh, Steve Cotillo, of course, Marcel Manzano, and uh, Christopher Patrick. Uh, as our subs. Oh, then, of course, uh, Stephen Whalen um, is all on uh, our team. I mean, uh, <laughs> it's kind of tough to say, but, like, well, I guess Serbia and U.S. Islands are, like, the weakest in their group. Not going to be easy matchups. Uh, going to be well, tough I, tough I don't know if you can season. say that when, when, we're, when, when, when we're 0-1 against <laughs> Well, I'm, so that's, that's what I'm saying. We might – Marcel, we might be the easy matchups. Hard to say. <laughs> yeah, we gotta, we gotta wake up. Let's see. We got a great team though, so exciting stuff. Mm. Uh, more to come with that. That's uh, gonna be good. this is round robin, so we got five weeks of that. Um, then we'll find out who's in the uh, the final group. So that's real exciting. Great to see that culmination of uh, all the nations together. But going from a worldwide event, I want to talk about something a little bit more local to us, uh, which was the uh, Crossroads Classic 6 uh, in uh, the uh, first turn. No, family time. Games uh, out in uh, the Indianapolis, Indiana uh, Ryan, you had a chance to go. Before we get into the list and the winners and stuff, how was the event? It was good. Um, 
started Saturday, checked in, registration or uh, completed registration. You normally would uh, register online and roll better and pay for your ticket prior to the event online on Family Time Games website. Very easy process. Uh, got to the store, said hi to a bunch of people I haven't seen, I haven't seen in a while, chatted up a bit. Got lists ready. I think we got going at the scheduled time around 10, 10, 15. Um, 312, Nick Sperry was there casting for the event. Uh, he had uh, Matt, the Iron Man carry, um, there to uh, co-commentate as well. Um, nice. And it was a good setup. Had 48 total players, I believe. And uh, great prize support overall. Uh, everyone left with their faction card, uh, the art created by Mark Moriarty, always has great art. He went a little bit of different style this time around, still looked really awesome. Um, each faction got their appropriate card. Um, and then everyone left with a, like, soon tier felt, like, these are the official cards given by AMG or from Chris Allen's extras for events like this. So, soon tier felt, alt art, Horton Som, alt art um ion cannon turret predator like some of the ones that were like kind of lost during covid but are now being given out at these type of events because there's just a whole bunch of extras that never got used um and then like everyone also got to leave with the punch board for the inferno squadron like gideon uh aiden uh del mico and sane morena nice. just everyone left with a whole set which is really awesome um we got done after five rounds of swiss probably by 6 37 uh i'll try to get everyone to congregate at a uh a local uh sports barish place very big though it's called the ale emporium um we went there and there were, were you know not everyone there left at the same time but when i got there we saw a group of uh small group over in the corner we're like, oh, that must be them. Maybe not everyone's here yet. Then we realized, they're like, wait, no. They're, uh, the rest of the group's like all the way in the back corner. We're like, what back corner? So we go to this door that leads to a whole other room about the same size. And then go across that room to go up to another door that leads to another room that's about the same. This is like three bars in one. It's a wow. huge place. Um, finally, we found everyone. Uh, packed as a lot of us there. And uh, enjoyed the night with some good wings and uh chatted up with everybody there ate some good food um and then sunday was top eight cut um plus side events they had a aces high available and they had a new uh thing that they were trying out a 2v2 draft tournament so you teamed up with somebody and there was a sort of drafting mechanic to draft pilots anywhere from standardized pilots to custom pilots. I don't know if the custom pilots were like pre-built with certain loadouts in this draft. Hmm. I didn't pay too much attention Probably. to it. That would make sense, right? Yeah. But uh, Zach, Zach Bart, who kind of helped run it, um, said it seemingly like it went really well. People had a lot of fun with it. So it'd be cool to see uh, draft format style things happen in X-Wing. And yeah, top eight went through. Basically three rounds of play. Finally got to our final. And uh, yeah, crowned an eventual winner. We can talk about the full breakdown segue right now. Uh, yeah, yeah. Who did win it? That's a great segue. So the winner ended up being uh, Michael Simon, aka Biophysical. 
running a resistance list of Podamron. Now, hold on. Commander Podamron with Plasma Torpedo, Integrate S-Foils, R2-D2, Astromech, Ferrosphere Paint, Marksmanship, and Crackshot. Eloasty with Jamming Beam, S-Foils, Predator, Crackshot, Temin, Jamming Beam, S-Foils, R68, Crackshot, Jessica Pava, S-Foils, Baffle, and M9G8, and then BB-8 with Chewbacca. So we have seen basically no Commander Poe, like, anywhere. No one's really trying, and no one, barely people are touching Trigger Happy Poe, most people are touching Falcon Poe. But normally when I've looked at archetypes of this 3x plus 2, normally the, the plus 2 of a 6-pointer and a 2-pointer... I've considered Chewbacca Falcon, but not Commander Poe. But um, it's cool to see this Commander Poe doing well, and it makes sense, right? We know double-modded Plasma Torps are really good right now. And Poe can do it at I-6, which is awesome. Um, and he has some he has some loadouts still to play with to kit himself out to whatever he needs to. He wants additional fire when he's shooting his primary with crack shot. He wants to be a little disruptive with Ferrosphere. If he wants to have some regen or some utility with R2-D2. You could, if you want, go with overdrive thrusters instead of R2-D2 Astromech. And be a little more evasive or harder to catch after initial attack run. Poe's ability can also be used on his friends too. Meaning they could take scenario actions and still get an action. He could take scenario actions and still get an action. Um, so it's very useful across the board. Um... When he played, normally Jessica Pava seemed to be uh, locking Elo Asti for the rerolls, uh, since R68 uh, was on Temin. And BB8, he just wanted someone as a dedicated uh, uh, objective runner. BB8 is really good at that for two points. Uh, can be disruptive with jamming while still potentially having Chewbacca available uh, for attacking back. Worked really well for him. And I'm actually curious to try it. I've been a fan of the 5T, 5T70 variants. This is just a different wheelhouse, bringing an I6 punch and with still the same uh, core three teeth of uh, LO, Temin, and Jess and a dedicated objective ship with BB-8. Uh, yeah, I mean, it makes, makes sense. That, to me, that's like the, the definition of uh, like a five ship these days uh, is finding that objective piece, your three jousters, and then your your heavy hitter uh, for whatever that would mean. Someone who can stay alive uh, and be accurate. And yeah, it checks all those boxes. So super interesting to see. Uh, what is, uh, you're saying the, the versatility on R2-D2. It, I thought it was just a shield back. What's the other half of the ability? So for R2-D2, let me go ahead and pull it up so I can read it as needed. Um, so when you have R2-D2, there's two separate clauses or sentences for him. Uh, most people are familiar with the second part, which is during the end phase. If you have no shields active, you may spend two charges to recover one shield and gain a deplete. Most people focus on that a lot. But the first half, during the end phase, you may spend a charge and a shield to remove a red token. That's any red token. So that is kind of like a limited source of 
electronic baffle. You can get rid of ion tokens, which could be very important to make sure POTUS get locked down and fired upon uh, after your ion. You could get rid of a lock on yourself. If you know that like a Vader is still going to be barreling down on you and you know he wants to probably do a 4K or a Talon roll, but if you tell him to get rid of his lock, then he, well, he won't have his ability to uh, reacquire on you. He won't have it. And doing a red move, or you're expecting him to. You could get rid of a strain or a deplete if you wanted. If it was that important, you get rid of a stress, as obviously is the one that comes to mind the most. So you got all that utility to get rid of red tokens at this cost of one shield and one charge. You have four charges in R2-D2, so if you really needed to, um, you only have three shields. So you only do that three times, and but you couldn't do the second part to get that shield back when you're out because you'd be you would not have the ability to spend two charges to get a shield back. Use as needed. There's some limitations here and there, but it is flexible. It can help Poe. Interesting. I like the removal of the ion as well. That would be a, a neat trick uh, to keep your Poe on the run. Yeah. Usually we assume, you know, an ion like X-Wing or T-70 is likely a dead one the next turn. Pretty much. All right. Well, let's take a look at what they faced off against. This is uh, Eagle Black Belt. What's uh, Eagle Black Belt's actual name? That would be Josh Richardson from Michigan, buddy of mine. Yes, indeed. All right, they're flying the four-ship Han Solo here with perceptive co-pilot, chopper, crew, Bistan, engine upgrade, and Falcon title mixed with boy Luke with those instinctive aim proton torpedoes. Has Fen Rao, another I-6 uh, in a Fang Fighter with Predator, Crackshot, Beskar, so no afterburners on there. No, nothing fancy like that. Coming in to attack with that Predator and Crackshot. Then Kyo Venzi, uh, they're kind of objective getter here uh, with Lone Wolf and Concussion Missiles. Classic archetype, still does well. Um, when I'm always too nervous to fly friend around, but if you can, if you can keep that I-6 alive, Distract with Han and Luke uh, can be uh, very powerful. Um, but let's take a look then at the top four lists. Uh, Ryan, or uh, Ryan, what am I, Dion? Uh, screw you guys, his name is up already. Uh, <laughs> James, take away this Imperial list for me by Vel Velvet Buddha. Uh, yeah, as uh, Rack with uh, Darth Vader, Death Troopers, uh, Agile Gunner, Ruthless, Electronic Baffle, and the Dauntless title. Uh, pretty classic Rack there. I don't think anything out of the ordinary. Um, be beginning to be more of a meta staple slash monster <laughs> as, uh, uh, as none of us want it to. Uh, but it, it is good. I also have Merrick uh, Stell with Ruthless, Marksmanship, and Proton Rockets, really leaning into that Ruthless ability there. Uh, and Merrick with those Proton Rockets and Marksmanship is, has a pretty good chance of putting at least one face-up uh, damage card down to use its ability. Uh, we have Tomex and Deathfire. Both of these are the 
the new ones out of the TIE Bomber pack. So there's Plasmex and uh, Launch Fire here. Uh, and uh, Lieutenant Lurierde to finish out the list with Lone Wolf and Targeting Computer. Uh, this Tomex and Deathfire. Uh, this Deathfire in particular is super nasty. Uh, people were uh, down on it before. Like thought it was uh, thought it was a joke. Thought it was uh, a one-off. We won't see it very often, but man, it is a disruption piece, <laughs> to say the very least. Uh, yeah, I can imagine why uh, choosing between Rack with Vader on board and uh, Deathfire could give some players a hard choice. Yeah, because not. Yeah, and uh, so and, and the player of Velvet Buddha, his real name Andrew Block. Um, I looked statistically right now. There's only been 14 lists with that new Deathfire. Um, if you're playing Empire, you should try him. And to the rest of the community, be prepared. Yeah, know what it does. Uh, <laughs> be... I thought I thought I could get away with it in one of my games against it, and. Uh, was not able to. Uh, still no. found me. Still did nasty oh. things to me. I thought I had gotten it... away with it when he ran out of proton bombs and he hit me with the Connor. <laughs> <Just kind of laughs> yeah, because oh, the Connor net's so good. Uh, yeah, because it's not just the launching yet. Like the the three bank launch three forward at you is for at least predictable, right? You can see it coming, but the hard three away. Use Nimble Bomber to three bank a bomb drop afterwards. And then, like, block you on top of that bomb he just dropped with the three. Oh, uh, 5K yeah. did launch. Uh, like, man, 5K has, launch, yeah. Uh, has, 5K launch, 3K launch. Mm. Yeah. Uh, with, with, not, with not a bad bomb, a good bomb. The proton uh, bomb, the real one. Yeah, yeah, the real bomb. <laughs> Yeah. The scary one. Still, still, still packing some ion <laughs> capability there with the Connor net though too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's uh, so you gotta you gotta watch out for it. You 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 have to know what it can do, or else you will get surprised by it. Yeah. Also, when people are trying it out, um, you definitely got to be careful not to just be like, "All right, I'm gonna go launch it at the entire opponent's list, and then you'll do one damage to everything and die." <laughs> See, there's a yeah, there's a little bit of do. like. You gotta. I think he's best when he sort of like does some objective things, waits in the wings for a second, and then when everything's in the scrub, you just be like, "I'm gonna send Deathfire in and throw a bomb," and there's not much they can do about it. Yeah, you do have to kind of build your uh, your the rest of your list around it, because uh, you do not want something that wants to be in the opponent's face. Um, so these bombers are great at that. Like Tom, uh, Tomax likes to say back. Uh, with that plasma and room to do his barrel roll. Uh, Merrick is completely fine at staying at range 3 and just grabbing a lock. And uh, Rack just wants to, like, you know, battleship around the battlefield. So just a ra skirt around the outside. Or just, you know, if you got shields, no. just throw it at your Rack. It's fine. Oh, yeah. More damage to yeah. the enemy. It's no. not a big deal. No, Death Troopers, Vader. I'm Ryan will talk yeah, more that, about. That I'm sure, true. but does Ugh. not does not hang out on the outside of the battlefield. That is true. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> I'm true. here to mess with your day. Oh, look, you didn't remove your your stress. It'd be really a shame if you couldn't reposition anymore. Oh, look, a bomb. Right. Yeah. Well, oh, and also you don't have a green token to spend yeah. for Vader. Oh, huh. looks like a lot of auto damage. <laughs> yeah. 
Unfortunately, I, but probably fortunately, uh, the, the bomb goes off and then Vader happens, not the other way around. So no, you cannot strip shields with Vader crew and then the bomb goes off. Bomb goes off first, then Vader crew happens. Luckily, it's in that order, right? Yeah. All right, I'm going to hit... It wasn't uh, in that order, and you could do it the other way. That would be much scarier. Very scary. Uh, for people with only one shield. All right, I'm going to hit up this other top four just real quick, though. Uh, it's the same. Uh, this is from TZM. I don't know TZM. Do you remember the other top four? That is the Zach Matthews. The Zach Matthews, obviously. I was like, I've seen this somewhere before. Anyways, uh... <laughs> Uh, running a, the five-ship Han Solo, so it's Han Solo with the Bistan Chopper, uh, Perceptive Shenanigans Boy, Luke. Uh, this time, though, Keo's rocking Prockets and splits that Fang into Wedge in the A-Wing with Marksman Crackshot and Sabim Ren uh, with the best guy reinforced plating. Again, another staple out there. Uh, with the double A-Wing and Sabim uh, running objectives and interference for Han and Luke. Uh, so, uh, not surprised uh, to see it do well, uh, especially flown by the Zach Matthews. Uh, but look at this. Nope. If one of our top eight players, our Stan, our own Ryan Stanzuski. Uh, tell us about your list, Ryan. So, it might sound very familiar. It. So me and Andrew Block were kind of working on this kind of list, not directly together, but we were kind of chatting about like what we wanted to bring. It's the same thing, like everything across the board, the same rack, same SL Tomax, the same SL Deathfire, the same Lone Wolf targeting computer in the rear. The only difference is our four point choices. I chose instead of Merrick, Bolt Scarus Interceptor with shield upgrade and Ruthless. Um... I-5 Interceptor, pretty good. Add Shield, good. Ruthless, very good when you have Bombers and Rack and basically some extra health around to pull from. Also, um, I'm just about every game, Vault Scarus' ability mattered the first turn because normally how people view Vault Scarus' ability is that you have to... Um, it's, it's an action in his, in his pilot card ability to recover the charge and take a strain token. What, what that charge allows you to do is when you engage, you may spend the charge to perform an action. So the idea is you could, in a normal turn outside of turn one, you could, if you were an I-5 and you were squaring up to another I-5 and they were second player and you were first player, you could move, spend, and recover the charge knowing you could respond to what they do. If they turn away, if they move at you, you could then, since you activate before them as first player, spend the charge that has now been recovered, and then do your actions. You could focus roll out of their arc and shoot them. You could roll boost and go get them if they turned away from you. Anything like that. But the key is, in the first turn of the game, you start with your charge active, and that allows you to... As an example, I could five straight up the board, take a focus, see what my opponent's entire list does, and then when I engage at I-5, I get to spend the charge that has that is already started up and then do 
anything like boost roll or roll boost or any or nothing if I'm like, I really don't want to get in range for shots and get and I could get early game shots if I want, which in most games I did that dead me at least one additional damage that normally most other ships could not get. Beyond that, he was just running down to the back line, getting around the enemy ships and now normally wasn't a high priority target because as we talked about rack was there deathfire was there tomax was there all those ships uh generally draw a lot of aggro because their stuff the opponent wants to kill because the tie bombers are relatively like you can bring them down you should expect to lose them in the game rack needs a lot more commitment but can be done but uh it's nice to have that i5 piece um, that I prefer to have Vault, on top of everything I just talked about, just having a native 3-dice attack. Not needing that lock that Merrick would have to take to get a, a full regular 3-die attack that I want to bring. Since I already have Deathfire that's toting just the bombs, like his gun isn't something I can rely on. Tomax, he needs a lock. I don't want another piece in the list that needs to do an action to provide a real gun to the fight. So I... Had tried Countdown before, I'd considered Sabak, I'd consider Faroff. I actually, after trying out this list, I like Vault. I think Vault is one of my top choices in that four-point slot. But I haven't tried Faroff, and I really want to. Now that I think I would try Faroff because it synergizes really well with Rack and Death Troopers and Vader, I could do Faroff with Triple Zero and, and Ruthless as well. So I could have that triple zero interaction, make them think about taking the stress or giving me the calc with death troopers hanging around. And if I jam someone, Vader just does auto damage. If I can't jam them or don't want to, Vader could make them lose a green token. And then Faroff's ability is more active against the opponents. Overall, this, this rack plus four things, likely three three-point things and a four-point thing, I think is a really good archetype might even be the best archetype type in empire like looking at the results of the percentiles and the success rates of all the empire stuff this archetype has done the best so far yeah that's interesting i mean what what is it about the bombers that's it making this kind of list possible i mean it's a combination of rack and the bombers you got a lot you actually have a decent amount of auto damage we talked about vader we talked about Deathfire's bombs the extra damage from plasma torpedoes is pretty key for tomax you actually have a lot of control pieces between tomax's ion bombs you have death troopers you have just the sheer size of rack's large base flying around you have connor nets from Deathfire. um you have Lurier just kind of running around the board. I mean, Lurier might might not even be the best choice. Maybe it should be Rhymer there, too, with just Sat Salvo, Barrage Rockets, and another Ion Bomb. Just another area of denial. Interesting. There's that a decent bit to play with, but I, I, I think the core is Rack, SL Tomex, SL Deathfire, and then choose between Lurier and Rhymer. And then a slew of four pointers you have at Empire's disposal. I just prefer four pointers that bring a real three dice gun. Sure, that makes sense. I mean, the the difference between Merrick and Vault is like one shield and a rocket. 
We yeah. trade you trade that out for the full dice gun and the linked actions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with the auto thrusters and whatnot. Sure. Good stuff. Well, uh, Ryan, congratulations uh, getting that far. Uh, the yep. Um, as as a quick uh, what I went through throughout the entire Swiss day, uh, Republic, Republic, Republic. My buddy, uh, one of the Republics, the last one being Zach Rigetti, one of my uh, Michigan buddies uh, on stream, fun game. Um, and then Josh Richardson, who is second place. I barely beat him in a really, really close game. Um, and then my final match would have been against Republic. Um, this, and, But we he offered me the intentional draw, and I accepted it. We were both guaranteed in the cut. But he actually... Uh, Brian Lur couldn't make it to the next day. He just wanted to say, I've got my, uh, I'm numerically going to be top in faction. I've got my prizes and I won't be able to make it tomorrow and I'm tired. So I just want to ID. And I'm like, okay, I, I accept. <laughs> so I would have faced four Republic throughout that the day. Um, Republic was actually very popular at Crossroads. Well, I think that's a great segue into our next list marcel yeah we've got um actually we've got a an interesting one it's not the old padme one it's anakin skywalker with uh, malice predator heavy laser cannon r4 astromech and targeting computer um wait is this janikin would that be yeah is this the it's not the cal. It's the calibrated laser one no. without the calibrated no, laser. No, it's, it's customizable. Uh, custom Ada. Ada. Oh, so custom Ada. So okay, so it's uh, it's five points then. Yep, five mm -hmm. points. Gotcha. So it's a interesting. Uh, that heavy laser cannon is nice at I six though. Uh, Plo Koon, uh, with brilliant evasion, debris gambit, chopper, and calibrated laser targeting. So that tells you what that one is. Uh, Siege of Coruscant Oddball, Siege of Coruscant Wolf, and Slider. Um, wow, it's, it's, a, it's a very unique list. It's not something that I don't think you know you you see around a whole lot. Um, definitely, you know, no no Padme. Flow is not a normal ship that you see flying around a lot. Um, and it looks like he's there by the looks of it, just almost primarily for support. With Chopper and, um, you know, Brilliant Image of the Brigambit just being support plus very defensive. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, don't, I didn't see this playing. I, I can imagine in my head how it would play. Uh, you just have two heavy guns. You have Flow just being annoying. Uh, Anakin punching above his weight uh a lot of times you know it, it's interesting putting the heavy laser cannon and i'm sorry i think uh if you guys are hearing that in the background um yeah uh, kayla's making tea so it's like the tea kettle is that what it's called tea kettle mm -hmm. um but i mean it, it's interesting with the heavy laser cannon and the malice like you can't do you shoot, then it turns blank, or do you shoot, it turns crit to hit? Like, 
it's basically I, I see what they you're don't saying. work together yeah. right yeah also predator i don't think works on uh heavy laser heavy laser cannon either, either. So, so you've got a lot of like that heavy laser cannon is 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 um competing for a lot of the same shots so you've got you've got incentive to shoot your primary three die attack um instead of the four die gun yet you're so that that's kind of an interesting choice there but um it can also be used for range one as well, right? Your, your HLC for range two to three, range one for predator and malice. But yeah, I guess if you if you if you needed a, a crit and you they were still in your bullseye, you had malice as the option to help you get the crit. Malice and predator, yeah. Sure. Well, without it, your heavy laser cannon is is mainly well. It's not really single minded. It's double minded because you got three force. You can target lock and then. Just use the other force for, right. or pushing the damage through with four attack dice. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I actually don't have a lot to say because I, I can imagine in my head how it flies. I can see how, if you are making good decisions, you can do very well. I can also see how, um, if you make one wrong decision or if you pair up against you know let's say a han solo that moves after both anakin and plo and can you know just like sneak in you know two shots of two double shots like double shot one turn double shot the other turn and next thing you know um anakin and plo are non-existent uh, you know it, it can it can really swing so it's um it's a gutsy list to take these days uh, but obviously did it well enough to get to the top eight. Yeah, it is interesting to me. So we, we talked about, it was oh, two weeks ago or so, uh, the debris gambit making chompers red, uh, cause you get a free red evade action. So you can still take your regular focus action, uh, when you're getting through those first two chomper charges. Uh, I hadn't considered that you could throw that evade th through a plocoon's ability to one of the arcs and have they could born for this it over to anakin as well or basically whoever needed it um yeah it's it, it's kind of we've seen it with like kyle katarn in rebels with like yeah, jin or so exactly. but like passing it to Hera so Hera can give it to anyone. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you're right. Like Plo could pass the evade to either SOC, whatever one's more centralized. And just it is now my my list's evade. <laughs> it's not just Plo's yeah. evade. Uh yeah, that's pretty interesting. Like it, it costs like one force to basically turn it, any die into an evade all of a sudden for like your whole squad. So that's that's very interesting to me because well, I think we were talking about putting on Ala, but uh, Plo Koon actually interacts with that evade token a little bit more interesting uh, by g being able to give it to other people, especially a, an SOC. Also, I could imagine a lot of people forget Wolf Pack on Wolf not only says mm. born for this, but also Plo Koon. So you could see situations where Plo Koon takes a target lock on something to either spot wolf or you could even go as crazy as to like oddball 
hits his ability off, gives the lock to Plo mm. to then help set up for Wolf and Wolf Power. Right, Plo doesn't need it, give it to Wolf. Yeah, so yeah. still still a lot of that core synergies that make uh, the uh, Republic so good. Oh, interesting. Uh, I think it's I think it's hilarious that Dubri Gambit and Chopper so powerful, so powerful. It really is like the one thing that makes Chopper bad is just like taking away uh, that that stress token. Chopper's going crazy. Just fly next wow. to the asteroids. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and you're doing it on I five Aether Sprite, like the the place where Chopper wants to be, right? Pretty awesome. Uh, well, uh, let's see. We got one more uh, Rebel list here. This is another four-ship Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, Keo, this Keo, with Juke. I do like how everybody has their own little flavor of Keo. Uh, then uh, Fen Rao with the Predator and Crackshot. This is flown by Brian Davis. Scooter was that uh, Plo Koon and Anakin list I got into the top eight. Uh, Marcel, you want to take uh, the last of our top eight lists here? This is a pretty wild scum list to make it in. Uh, not so wild and dumb. I'll explain why in a little bit. But okay, so we've got uh, Lima Kai, the, um, the Y-Wing with R4B11 and plasma torpedoes. Um, it's an I-5 Y-Wing uh, basically with a almost non-existent ability. But the R4B11 allows you to spend your lock in order to make the defender re-roll his uh, green dice, I believe it is. So it's kind of a, uh, a lucky man's saturation solve if you roll natties on your on your initial roll. Then uh, Cad Bane with Lats Razi, Sano Blood uh, title. Contraband Cybernetics, Proton Cannon, and Marksmanship. Marksmanship. Now, that's Razi. That's the one that allows you to let... No. Is that the one that allows you to let someone else keep a... No, that's Gamut Key. Uh, that's oh, Razi used to be on Asajj Ventress. Yeah, this is while you, while you defend, if the attacker is stressed, you may remove one stress from the attacker to change one of your blank or eyeball results to an evade result. Okay, so basically it's defensive tech. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the Bosk with expert handling and marksmanship, that's the Z95 Bosk. Manaru with R5P8, punishing one contraband cybernetics. Gar Saxon, an expert handling. Gar Saxon being the one that you get to pull a red token from the defender uh, in order to roll up to four dice, maximum of four dice. And not red or orange and then dr afra um the white b666 with houndstooth dead man switch babu freak uh dengar that's interesting thing. i haven't seen dengar crew in a while um gunner actually that's dengar gunner in a while triple zero and lando crew which is the one that allows you to uh use one of your green tokens to re-roll, which actually plays really well with triple zero, because triple zero is like, hey, do you want to take a uh, stress? Uh, and if, essentially, you can double stress someone, right? With uh, uh, Afra's yes. ability? 
If you afro first, then triple zero. Yes. Yeah. So you and can, assuming you can afro spend... also has a reinforce hanging around. Oh, if no one else is shooting after afro, you could spend the reinforce. Wait, I, I, well, you I can do that, or you, or you can also be like, hey, do you want to essentially be double stressed, or do you want to give me a reroll on top of my whatever I have? I got I got to stop it because the triple zeros start of combat. Doctor Afro's when she engages. So you always Doctor Afro says if you if you do you may choose another ship at range zero to one that is not stressed. So no, okay, Dr. so you want to be able to double sure you end up stressed by either way, either triple zero or by the time she engages, you could spend um, a green token, reinforce or calc to just give them a stress. Anyway. Yeah, just but there's also for... there's also so many so many ways to spend red tokens on this squad that like. It, even if you triple zeroed, they gain distress. There, it's pretty likely that by the time that it comes around to Afra engaging, is Afra possible. a three? Afra yeah. is three, same as Manaru. Yeah, yeah. So Manaru can pull it, and then Afra can yeah. give it right back. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and then she can I use. Mean, yeah. Cat Cad Bane is also handing out stress as well with their pilot ability. Uh, not the yeah. free action from the Separatist Cad Bane. This Cad Bane. Uh, when you hit, I think it's every other turn when you hit, you can give a bad token to the defender. Uh, so just another way uh, to give out stress of Cad Banes out there doing those linked actions. Yeah. Yeah, there yeah, are. And... Go, ahead. Go ahead, Marcel. No, I was going to say, I was going to switch to, because at the same time, um, that this was going on and, and they were showing this, uh, Firecast Focus from um, from the UK was also showing there uh, a store championship with a lot of big names, Phil JC, Dale Comrell, Dom, uh, Mark, like a lot of um, people that are well-known. And two out of their top four were also scum lists that had, uh, they didn't have Dr. Afra, but they had Fen Rao, but it was the same like Lima, Cad, Boss, Manaru, and Fen Rao. Uh, that seemed to do pretty well as well over there. Um, and the one that ended up winning that one was actually a more traditional Empire list that you're expected to see. It's like a Vader, three bombers, and yeah, it was Vader, three bombers, and um, I think Reaper. like Marine Steel or something like that. I think I think it was uh, yeah, Another I think X1. it was Vader, Vader X one and three bombers. Okay. Um, I don't know which bomber. I I don't know which combination of bombers, but it was one of those. Um, Sure. Three bomber ones. But anyway, you were saying, right? Uh, I mean, basically, it's so this is from Alex Merrill. He's the guy who played this. Um, he's a local of mine. I actually, uh, we carpooled the crossroads together. Um, he, he's one thing he's good about is building redundancies into his list that have a certain shtick happening. Right, like he in his Republic list, he works. He tries to work with a lot of Sync Council stuff, and there's not just like one or two things that drives the Sync Council stuff. There's like three or four sources of what he's trying to do, so he can go to any of it or have multiple ways to make sure things happen to get off what he was trying to do. This is the same type of thing. He's building in a lot of redundancies. To give you as many 
red, orange, whatever tokens, to then weaponize them against you. Whether it's R4B11 for Lee Makai, whether it's Gar Saxon from Manaru, everything along those lines, or even just control or defense for CAD, right? With Lots Razi. It's a lot of like interconnected things that I would think a lot of scum players, this is the kind of stuff that I, I feel like they're they're like grabbing for. They were trying to find like the 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 crazy combinations of cards and upgrades that are put together to create this amalgamation of of jank that that, that beats my opponents, right? And Alex has actually worked on this list for quite a while. I mean he even as simple as like He'll, if Bosk is not like immediately threatened, he'll just lock with Boss to spot for Manaru. Um, just for that Gar Saxon. Um, one interesting thing, he's actually killed ships by re-rolling the Dengar Gunner with Lando Crew, because you can do, actually do that. If you're rolling a dice. No crew can re-roll the Dengar Gunner. Um, Babu Freak was actually pretty important for him. There's been a couple times where he's gone up against lists that had mag pulses or other things that get rid of his uh reinforcer green tokens on afra that he needs to sort of drive her ability to help feed man Gar saxon and he found that uh reworking his up uh loadout on afra to get babu frick has helped out a lot to just eat those bad tokens for a turn to make sure the turn she's trying to do what she needs to do she can still do it um He's had games where he's finished off a uh, used-to-be-one-health boy Anakin that decided to run away and regen the Force, or, or regen a shield. is now one shield and one hull, and Lee Makai still had a plasma torpedo left and just used the, the disarm token to fuel R4B11. Wow. They will spend the lock on offense anyway. There's a lot of weird things that you have to think about when facing off against this list. you got to really be conscious of the red and orange tokens you have and where they are they will be used against you yeah we were thinking we were talking about like how uh both the heritanis and the siege of coruscant the born for this they share green tokens this scum scum has now turned into sharing your red tokens they, they gain that benefit from it, uh, which is uh, certainly a fresh take uh, to see uh, the it, this kind of salad. Yeah, five different chassis coming in in this list. Uh, some real yeah, underdogs. It's, yeah, it's Ma Manru and F and sorry, Manru and Lima are really the only ones that are benefiting, quote unquote, from the them being stressed, right? In well, an offensive I mean, capacity, yeah. but like lots Razi on defense yeah. with CAD. Even just yeah. stressing him to make sure they can't K-turn behind Afro, right? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. So, so Lima and Manaru are the only ones, and, and a little bit CAD, are the only ones really benefiting from the red token shenanigans. Um, but like you said, he has a redundancy where almost everyone on the team has a way to give red tokens. Yep. And, the, and a lot of the red tokens don't specifically say stress or strain or whatever. It's just red. So, right. like I said, yeah, I boss can just only, throw a lock yeah. onto someone, right? Yeah, I think Lots is, is the only, only one. one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh. That, is, that is interesting. Alex has said definitely Manaru ends up being the ship that does the most damage, which 
kind of makes sense. It ends up being oh, the ship that's actually that, like, throwing that's the one four, dice four dice the entire yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> With yeah, built-in rerolls. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, built-in rerolls. Just take a focus. Yeah. Turns out probably going to do a lot of damage. Yeah. But a lot of people want to make sure Afra gets off the board because if you're in her range one, like she becomes dangerous and also dangerous to try and kill because she has Steadband Switch. And I think it was a game at Crossroads, might have been on stream. He did six damage with Dead Man Switch. Now, granted, half of that was to his own ships, <laughs> the other half was to the enemy ships. Well, but uh... it was worth it, apparently. <laughs> yeah. For better or worse, right? <laughs> well, that's awesome to see. Uh, let's take a look at, should still have, we're at the, the good old pattern analyzer. Uh, website here uh, so we can take a look at uh, some faction breakdown as you said Ryan 27% uh, uh, a whopping 13 uh, Galactic Republic list uh, though uh, only 15% uh, of those or of the field uh, got into that top 8 cup so high High rate of play, uh, low cut rate there. Uh, unlike Rebels, who got a uh, high play rate and high cut rate these days, uh, with uh, them, Resistance, and Scum. Interest Scum? With seven people playing Scum? What? Uh, makes up uh, almost 15% of... You told me Scum was bad, Will. I mean, I, I, I said it was more <laughs> difficult to, 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 to be successful I mean, successful there were with. Scum players than Empire players. Uh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. It tur mean, turns out the Empire had a forty percent cut rate, so yeah, still doing Empire sixty-one percent win rate too. Like, uh, yeah. Spoiler: yeah. when when Doug Howe, myself, Andrew Block all decide to be like, oh, we're we're gonna brainchild some rack stuff right about now. Yeah, you um, guys, you guys are playing your own version of scum, just doing it in Empire. No, not. <laughs> we are we are doing Vader's work, just not by the X one. <laughs> Yeah, Vader. Uh, yeah. Vader's taking some well-deserved rest. Um, yeah, it's like, of, I don't want to fly, but I, want, I, I sure yeah. want to hurt things. <laughs> yeah, he's tired, tired of carrying out the, window. the whole faction on his back, so he's like, you know what, Rag, you it's take true. the wheel for a little bit. You got this. Can you imagine a Vader ability in the <laughs> decimator? Oh God. Uh, uh, wow. Take take in, lock, focus, coordinate. Uh, be, that's uh, called Grand uh, Inquisitor. It's even more expensive. Can you believe it? Uh, let's see. Does anything else pop out for us? Hey, big surprise. 70% uh, of lists were five ships. There is a three-ship list in there? I'd buy Separatist. No, actually, it was Triple VCX. Oh, <laughs> Someone brought oh, wow. triple VCX. <laughs> okay, that's a choice. Chopper, uh, Kanan, Callus. There was also a Django Zamdurge. Yep. So it, it might have been not not counted in the list. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, uh, still, still on the rise as uh, people uh, get are more and more familiar with what a list needs to do to compete in these objectives. Uh, we're seeing that. Uh, I mean, I'll, it's mostly to me just you can't three agility spam six ships anymore. It's not really as effective as 
what it had been in the past. Uh, so we kind of reduced down to five overall. Uh, not to say that six can't win it or do good, but uh, looks like everything else to me, though, pretty standard uh, over uh, the course, except for uh, Vault Scaris sticking out at uh, and Poe Dameron sticking out as top pilots across the field. Um, oh, yeah. Very strange. Oh, and, uh, and the te technically the non-SOC Anakin Ada, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fair enough. Uh, coming out of the woodworks there. Uh, fantastic, though. So big, big congratulations uh, again to everybody, uh, especially. Uh, now, uh, now I forget his name now. What's Biophysical's actual name? Michael Simon. Michael Simon. Uh, awesome to see. And uh, awesome for the, the organizers as well, getting all 50 people uh, to the event. Hopefully, uh, fingers crossed, you know, becomes the world qualifier someday. Uh, this was, this they, were, was, they were trying. I I think the they, they know it's going to be difficult because Gen Con is already a world qualifier right. in the, basically the same city. So exactly might be kind of hard. But uh, I don't know if you uh, if you just cite that the I don't know how many how many world qualifiers do the UK get? Do they get just one or more than one? I mean, they, they I believe just get one. Uh, it was like the system open. That was it. OK. Yeah, uh, I was trying to think of like, oh, there's no. You said how many system, how many world qualifiers did Europe get? Is that, was that the question? No, no, not Europe, just UK specifically. Oh, UK specifically. Oh, you know what? They might have actually had two. Let me see. We'll we'll see. We'll see. We'll yeah. fact check. And essentially, what I was trying to get to is is if is if they can cite that like, hey, you know, I know that we already we already have one at Gen Con. And it, we're in basically the same city of Indianapolis. But like, hey, in the UK, it's, you know, depending on the distance between the two world qualifiers, if there were two or more, you offered them world qualifiers. This is a, hey, you did this here. Can you do it here? Because they, Crossroads can bring the people. Like 48 is kind of low for this year comparison to previous years but like last year in february 2022 the last one they had they had like almost 100 people they're pretty good at getting a lot so i think maybe the only reason why it was lower this year is because it wasn't a qualifier or something high level but they did get multiple store champ kits and they awarded three invites nice yeah yeah this has been uh, the the saving grace of a lot of events is still basically using those uh, world invites to uh, make it uh, an official event still with uh, the official pricing and rewards and stuff. So, so awesome to see uh, it continue on. Hoping to um, see it uh, get in that uh, fifth iteration but let's uh round out the night i mean we we've been talking empire already uh let's uh why don't we just stay on it and dive a little bit deeper uh, as we look into lowdowns uh i see you have some listed here already 
Anybody willing to take a stab at an Empire Pilots loadout? Robert talked a lot about uh, rack. <laughs> I don't know if rack right. has a different loadout. You shouldn't be flying a different rack loadouts like that. Death Troopers uh, should be yeah. what you're doing. Death Troopers, Vader. And you have like yeah, your, your it choices really. It kind of fills really... itself out the rest of the way there. I think uh, like I, I would not change that rack at all whatsoever. I granted like that's me and that's what I've already played and picked. But I think once people try it, like that's going to be the default rack for if you run uh, a, a not Vader pilot squad. So I guess the stuff that is undetermined at this point. Are there any uh, different loadouts for uh, like the strikers, like uh, like Pure Sabak or Duchess or anything? Um, you can look at something like Countdown. I think Countdown's probably. I was considering looking at Countdown, so we'll just we'll, we'll roll with that one. Roll Countdown. Sure, uh, sure we'll go so look count, at looking at so Countdown and maybe Pure Sabak thrown in there too. They're yeah. about the same initiative and loadout. Yeah. So I, th I think it's more interesting with counting because I think Pure Sabak is almost like instantly shield upgrade and you have just one like point. Shield, so right? just shield yeah. ruthless, right? Just yeah. Pure Sabak has like no additional uh, defense. He's a pure offense target priority threat. So um, to me, Countdown is the one that ends up being more interesting because there are definitely games where Countdown ends up being a ship that your opponent completely ignores. They just don't want to deal with like one damage a turn. And they 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 would let the user of countdown kept countdown enough out of the initial engage that they couldn't put all their guns on countdown. Now, oh, they you know, will just ignore it, right? So you could initially, if you want to, as for a countdown pilot, you could go with shield and ruthless, and I think discipline is kind of like the starting point countdown because yes, you're just adding another health to the total pool. Um, a chance for a little bit more help when you do get attacked twice and maybe you do actually have to worry about your defense mitigating first and then your ability or whatever order necessary. Um, but I think discipline is really key on that countdown because if they don't look at countdown and go start killing other stuff, then discipline will really start to matter to say, oh, they killed my bomber my Tomex or my Deathfire. Countdown can just be like, okay, you killed them. I'm going to lock you or I'm going to barrel to get the shot I want on you, which is very, very key. But I think there's also completely reasonable to not take shield upgrade to make Countdown maybe a little more appetizing to go after and, util and utilize that or just say, I want more offense. I want to bring like a Tiber Saxon Gunner to start off with. Um, I'd still probably throw for discipline just for that same sort of target priority situation. Then you got Eight. three points left at that at that instead of go lone wolf maybe. Yeah, I think lone wolf countdown could be pretty good in a four ship list. Lone wolf discipline cyber sack. Yeah, because you usually see uh, countdown over on the like by himself, right? Yeah, force your he's, opponent he's, to make the decision to try and deal yeah. with that countdown or not. Yeah, 
and that lone wolf does help out on uh defense as well when it's like well if i roll a if i have if i have one paint showing and i'm coming it's coming like two damage or two damage in then or three damage in if i reroll the blank into a focus and i'll spin my focus and take one damage and still have my ability yep yeah it, it's actually it's pretty infuriating when you're going up against countdown and you're first and you and you got two shots and you're like okay i might actually do real damage from this time first shot goes in and it comes it out to you only doing <laughs> one regular damage without him needing to use his ability to go oh great now my second shot is automatically only ever going to do one damage back <laughs> yeah um, and then I, I have to I do, do a think... third to even do real, like, possibly destroy him this turn. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do think beyond Lone Wolf, you can always consider seismic charges for three points. Yeah, absolutely. Good, uh, good I, choice as well. I think the only thing I, I I would, quote, staple on Countdown is Discipline, just because of how well it interacts with his effect on the board. And if your opponent just opt, tries to opt into not shooting Countdown, you have that sort of built in like okay you're not but now i'm going to punish you for killing my friendly ships so um you see it's funny that you say that's your only staple because that's something that i never put i'm not i'm not gonna say number but i rarely put on countdown and i and i have flown countdown a lot um i usually try to front load and predict where his um where does where his damage output is going to come from and you know i'll do something like marksman i'm a big fan of marksman you can do marksman marksman ruthless um marksman ruthless gar saxon and you know like seismic or you can even not have gar saxon not gar saxon tiber saxon and you can even upgrade the bomb and just take more leverage out of the bomb something like um again going into marksman ruthless guild bombardier and cluster mines if you really just want to like throw them in there and and make them make them a mess um it actually makes it very difficult for people to fly behind you same thing with proton and ion bombs i i think since um you know one of one of the downfalls for countdown is that since he has to stress himself in order to keep his ability up it's easy to pe for people to stress him k turn and just kind of like pursue him and keep them stressed and keep them basically not facing so bombs um not seismic charges but bombs that do uh, immediate impact are are a good way to to get around that so i i actually think countdown is is an open book even even to the point of going uh something like ruthless or marksmanship and advance not advance what is it um the big bomb the, the good one uh proximity mines like mm -hmm. or any anything you can think on anything that you can think for the most part to add on countdown you're probably gonna have um a good reason to as long as you're building it you know how you want to fly them and, and i think that's one of the nicest things about countdown is as long as you know what role you want him to play, you can either load his ability, you can throw discipline down there and make that be more like uh, not front-loading it, but it's more like reactionary. Like, if you do this, there's going to be a consequence. Uh, so anyway, I'm a big fan of Countdown, and I think that's a good choice, you know, for, for this, for this, you know, 
conversation that we're having about different ways to load them out because I, I don't I don't think there's very many wrong ways to load them out as long as you're flying them according to how you loaded them out. Sure, that, that makes sense. Uh, real versatile, versatile piece uh, with that uh, bomb and gunner slot in there. Uh, is there another pilot, Marcel, uh, that you think has uh, some options for their loadout? So are we doing, I mean, are we doing ships that are see and play or ships that? Uh, either way. Just just something that doesn't have like uh, like Sat Salvo bomblet, you know what I mean? Like uh, yeah. something that we might not have, might not see very often uh, and uh, or, or okay. has like Countdown has a couple different ways to fly it. Well, uh, why don't we do uh, Mornic Heat? Assuming that you have Rack on there already, the way that you guys have said. Yeah, Rack, rack. rack only gets like three points to play with, and it's uh, not as so, exciting. Mornic Heat, though, a lot of points to play with. Yeah, so, you, so you're not going to have your Vader. You're not going to have your Death Troopers. You're not going to have um, no. those things. Well, the so, reason is that you can't get both because Death Troopers are two crew, Vader's a crew, Morna only has two crew, so you can't get both of them. So yeah, but I mean, instead? assuming that that they are on on rack, that's what I'm saying. Oh, sure, okay. Yeah. Uh, so one of the things that is good to put on him, I think, especially if you're flying that double decimator list, uh, maybe double decimator and and a couple bombers or. Or something of that sort, because that gives you 14. That gives you enough for three, two three-pointers. So let's say double Desi, and then you get Rhymer and and Tomax, or you get Tomax and Laurier, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can fl- you can actually fit uh, Moff Gerard. I think that's a really good upgrade to put on Decimators, just to get them um, in unpredictable spots. Moff Gerard, during the system phase, you may spend two charges if you do choose the boost direction, and each friendly ship may perform a red boost action. So maybe turn two, uh, you know, you need to get behind, you, you need to get around the rock or, or something every other turn. You, as long as you're not stressed, uh, you can go ahead and do this. Um, so Moff Gerard is, I think, a good one to put on him another one is um seventh sister if an enemy ship i range zero to one would gain a stress token you may spend a force to have it gain a jam or tractor token instead i think that's actually very powerful on a ship that moves at initiative four and it's blocking up a lot of space so then you would have gerard seventh sister um death troopers is somewhere out there with rack and then let me see what else you can do. Ever Saxon doesn't make sense. Some bombs probably make sense, but let's see if we can get anything else that's more fun. Uh, actually, there's not a whole lot more that's a lot more fun. I probably do like just putting it on the bombs. Um, Potentially seismic charges to open up some of the board or some ion bombs to just control and make sure you know where they're going to be. Um, 
Agile Gunner. I think Agile Gunner is a must, especially if you don't have Dauntless title because you put it on rack. Uh, so Agile Gunner and yeah, so Agile Gunner. So I would Moff Gerard, Seventh Sister, Agile Gunner, and neither Ion or Proton Bombs. Um, yeah, because there's not a whole lot of good one pointers that you would I would throw on there instead. And ruthless. Or ruthless, maybe. Yeah, yeah ruthless. maybe ruthless. You've got another rack around, so. Yeah, if you keep saying racks on the <laughs> flying around, probably arrange one of yeah, the you're right. And actually, the bombers with six health also aren't terrible for ruthless if nobody's targeting them. So, yeah, so ruthless, Moff Gerard, Summon Sister, Agile Gunner, and Ion Bombs, I think, is probably a decent um, ship to put next to rack and then have again your other three pointers tomax brand's got to be on there but outside of tomax your final three pointer whether you want another bomber or maybe laurier um i don't know what would you guys do with with morna if you were also put him in, putting him in there you're not going to put him in there over rack so let's not let's assume racks in there yeah 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 um i think i think electronic baffle is always a consideration on decimators but it may be not as important because you don't have Dauntless on Morna, assuming you have Dauntless on Rack. You're not stressing yourself as much with the whole bump into a reinforce. So, because uh, I, I have pretty much the exact same thing. It's just the, the last five points because it's Seven Sister Agile Gunner Moff to Erdurad. Um... Baffle can potentially really help decimators when they need to make sure they're doing reinforces and get to the place they need to go. So if Morna does go up in bomb focuses or gets, you know, hit with an ion bomb or gets triple ion, you can just baffle off the ion token instead and still be able to do your regular move and not be ionized. So, um, always consider that you would just lose out on ruthless because i would take seismic or you could just not take a bomb and go ruthless instead and be left with kind of two points of whatever i mean if you're doing congo lining decimators uh you could tactical scrambler mornaki and have her just kind of be in the face of everything and uh get some additional uh obstructions through her uh for your bombers or rack oddly enough <laughs> i could see but, that, uh, if, yeah. but there was if there was a, if i could take bomb generator which you yeah. can't since you don't have a second payload slot actually it's not terrible technical scrambler assuming that you know the first shot the first main salvo is going to be double reinforced yeah, like if you either you either go at Morna who's double reinforced, or if anything else is behind Morna gets an extra agility. Yeah, I, especially the more I think about the more I definitely want to keep blocker. ruthless. So it's more of a do you want a bomb or do you want baffle with tactical scrambler? Because that's the only two points you got left. Interesting. Uh, what about? Uh, I think Seventh Sister for sure. Like, if you don't have Seventh Sister somewhere else in your list, Seventh Sister is a great use there. Um, but what about Disciplined Seventh Sister 
Callus, Agile Gunner, and Proton Bomb. How oh, much no. is Callus? Callus is five. How much is Minister Tua? Tua's four. Probably take Minister Tua instead. Uh, yeah. I will, I like that uh, Lion Thought. Because uh, you are doubling down on like eyeball conversions. It's like uh, why Rack tries not to use Vader for <clears throat> his attack dice uh, because he's already got a combination. And of course, uh, Morna loves those reinforces. Uh, yeah. what, do you, what do you guys think about, though? I like that callous idea. I had Agent Callus in that hunted condition, uh, giving yeah. him an eyeball changing uh, with Grand Inquisitor. Grand Inquisitor says after an enemy uh, at range 0 to 2 reveals its dial, you can spend your force to perform one action on your action bar, treating that action as red. Uh, so you can uh, basically trade your force out for either a focus or a target lock or even a rotate. If they're, they got like a 5 forward on their dial and they're going to be leaving, you can flip it around. Uh, but for me, it'd be to try to get target lock, so I can get reinforce target lock and an eyeball modification through Callus. Yeah. Uh, there's not a lot, uh, not a lot of easy ways to do that. I um, mean, it does mess you up. Like again, this is kind of like assuming that Dauntless is on a different ship because you normally would be stressed uh, through Dauntless. Uh, if yeah. you're trying to be doing this kind of shenanigans. Fair. I mean, it shows a lot of versatility there uh, when you could just pick uh, the uh, the crew combination that you need. I do like that discipline on there, though. Um, uh, the barrel roll and decimator? Yeah. yeah. That's terrifying. Uh, <laughs> Uh, just watching that just block you, then barrel off of you if you destroyed a ship. <laughs> yes, that's, that's terrifying. Sounds hilarious. Yeah, it does. The uh, just the the boosting decimator is is it's quite quite funny, especially mm -hmm. when. When they have range one abilities and other things that punish you, punish bumps, or punish being close. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Like not a lot of people are expecting a decimator to boost in the system phase, and then do a move. Mean, so, like if yeah. if you're rack at I five, you could potentially boost block low initiative stuff, dare them to uh, do bump focuses because you are uh death trooper with death troopers invader around and then you do your like one bank or one straight maybe go past them a little bit now that you bump them and now you're your front back arc and now your back arc's pointing at them in range one after they've bumped because they were trying to block you but now you've blocked them <laughs> yeah it I is interesting like that. that you could get you could get a decimator to double reposition in a turn. <laughs> yeah, with uh, the discipline, discipline and Moff Gerard. Jared Gerard, yeah. Uh, that ship is moving. Look at it go. Yeah. 
All right. Well, I got I got another big boy ship to talk about. Not as big as the Decimator, um, but I feel like there's there's got to be something to uh, the four point Ty RB heavy rampage. You're talking all up countdown is one of the four point options. I mean, fifth brother of the X-1s, Juno, Merrick, there's uh, uh, Jonas in the bomber. Uh, there's so many heavy hitters. But why not Rampage uh, with the ability to hand out strain when they're going fast uh, in this, uh, call them the time Brutes. But what kind of configuration? I mean, is it, to me, Rampage, because they want to end up at range 0 to 1, I have a hard time not putting in the Ion Cannon, one of the only cannons that even can shoot range 1 and do damage onto it. Of course, you get your free droid. I I think I would favor the Maneuver Assist to get those three yeah, bank man maneuver. blues. Yeah, Maneuver is a little bit easier to use with Rampage. Yeah, 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 especially if you're trying to clear some stress after a talon roll or a hard three or something. Because uh, you do got to be going fast for their ability. Uh, I mean, and then Agile Gunner. But then uh, Agile Gunner might be more important than your cannon selection. Being able to rotate now uh, without having to do the funny linked actions of either... Uh, what's their regular linked action? Rotate into red, calculate. Yeah, it's uh, the, rotate into red calc, yeah. And yeah, then that, the maneuver gives you roll calc. Yeah, and the target assist gives you white uh, rotate into rotate. calc. But then, like, uh, you could, like, change it back in the system phase, so a little bit of play there. Uh, but then you have three points for uh, the rest of your loadout. And really, the only option to me is... With Ion Cannon is this Ion Limiter Override. I'll be able to do barrel rolls and stuff. If I understand it correct, it's the same timing. Uh, after you execute a 3 to 4 speed maneuver in Ion Limiters, uh, after you fully execute. But Ryan, is this like an Anakin situation where I got a no, trigger? There's no, there's no if in the statement, so you're good. There's no ifs? Okay. What are you, so what I, are you trying to do? Ion limited overhead to, to bear roll. Three, yeah, he wants to talon and then bear roll with Ion limiter and bear roll into a rampage arc. Does that work? That's your rampage's ability again. After you execute a yeah. three four it speed say, maneuver. It say, yeah. You may choose a ship in your turret arc at range zero to one. Period. Does that have to nope. be before? I think it's the same as Anakin. I'm probably not going to eloquently like explain it as best as like a judge would, like a Chris Allen or a sure. a Chris Mitchell or Tim Horsberg. But um, I I don't believe that there's the the same wording as Anakin that requires. Yeah, because I think a, a whole a whole like extra like additional. Yeah, it's a, um, Anakin says, like, after you execute the maneuver, if there is a ship in your bullseye, then you can do this uh, thing. Oh, okay. But this this one says, 
choose a ship in your bulls choose a ship in your turret then like period if you do that ship gains a strain Interesting. not if there is a ship in your bullseye or in in your turret right right uh then well there's like one more point left over for this so and not a lot of other options so we'll throw the jamie beam on there so this has been kind of my question i want to bounce to you guys like this this would you gotta be... throw ruthless on there yeah ruthless you yeah. think ruthless over the ion no, uh, ruthless over the ruthless. over whatever else. Wants oh, to he has I limiter override on there already. Oh, uh, so only a single talent, talent on the ship. Yeah, yeah. I would just got... put, I would just put agile. You already have agile on there. I already got agile. I already got I got agile. Yeah. Uh, I but yeah, but like this, it's this is technically not scary. a jamming beam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Beam. Yeah, jamming beam, agile gunner, ion cannon, ion, ion limit override with the maneuver assist droid, which I feel like this would be like the de facto loadout for this ship. But turns out this isn't scary. Shooting one ion cannon, maybe straining you before uh, they do it. Shooting unmodified attacks because I'm either he's either too busy doing red maneuvers or I'm reinforcing so I'm not destroyed right away. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I don't think I'm bringing a four-point ship to bring an ion cannon. This is what <laughs> I'm saying. So what, how, how, do you, how do you bake this rampage scary? That something that uh, people will, will have to deal with all of a sudden. I think you do need synced laser cannon, which yeah. same points, you just can't take the jamming beam. Oh no. Um, and I think you do need Ruthless and you can just put that other two points into electronic baffle in the baffle to mitigate some of the red issues you've had. Um, it wouldn't help the whole, like use I, limiter override to get rampages ability working, mm -hmm. but I think agile gunner actually helps rampage a whole lot more than people realize. Cause I know a lot of people are like, yeah, you just, run up and then you run in their face and give them a thing you can <laughs> right. it's like, well, but also yeah, rampage right. is just gonna die so yeah. i think it's actually better off like first turn you kind of get into range in general and actually reinforce um mitigate as much damage as you can and then if set up correctly rotate your arc to the rear and then like turn out or away with like that three bank Mm -hmm. Or just do the three turn. It's fine if it's red. And then your arc's already pointing to the back. So you're using your back arc moving past them or to the side of them. And then just, you know, if you have a ship at range zero to one in that back arc now, they're going to get strained or double strained. Really cool. Yeah, it is oh. true that, like, at initiative four, a lot of the time, uh, Rampage is just going to do the maneuver. Then they're going to move out of range one. Uh, so it's not like you yeah. have to have to shoot these ships at range one. Rampage is also interesting yeah. that uh, their ability is one of the few that lacks the fully execute. Uh, it just yeah. says execute. Feel, feel free yeah. to ramp <laughs> uh, rampage your ship right into another one to give them yeah. a strain or two. Like knowing knowing you cannot complete that maneuver. Yeah, just dial in that three bank. See what. <laughs> Slam right into another ship, though that will prevent you from K-turning 
but not uh, prevent you from doing the agile gunner. Being able to like flip it to the back next round and just fly right over yeah. them. So maybe yeah, maybe I'm I'm trying to fly this thing like uh, how how do I just how would I describe it? Um, more like a Punisher or like a fire spray or something, or maybe not that fire spray. An arc. Yeah, like a exactly like a Republic arc. Like I'm oddball. That is what I'm trying to fly in there and just blast something. But really, I think. I mean, it sounds like I need to be taking advantage, flying it more like, Ryan, what you described, just like an A-Wing, um, like a low-initiative resistance A-Wing. RZ-2, yeah. Yeah, flipping flipping the turret and then turning away. Or turning away. Yeah, it'd be like the, the equivalent of, uh, of like an RZ-1 vectored cannon. You're like preemptively mm -hmm. flipping it around mm -hmm. yeah. and then moving past. Uh, that can, the intent I like that of, analogy. Uh, setting that up yeah you just end up if you're trying to set up rampages ability because it requires them to go three or higher speed maneuver mm -hmm. if you're doing the three turn you're going to end up stressed because three turns red uh or if right. you're doing the three bank or three straight four straight no four choice white four choice white oh, come on oh, in even better yeah come on in. yeah and with the maneuver assist you get the three bank and the three straight blue and that's what, so other side point i don't think it's maneuver assist i think it's target assist I, you want to so, make his you want to make the damage matter more why not just them especially if you're moving past them right we know mm. that generally things flying past this could be hard to turn at and like shoot so move yeah. past take a lock and then get those green tokens from target assist and put on the damage I, I I like the target assist, but I think with rampage, like the you're gonna need to be doing some crazy moves, and that maneuver assist really does help out. Like with the white barrel roll, really does help out. Yeah, it does give you the white barrel roll. That's the white barrel roll, like uh, linked into red calculate, and then you just next turn just three bank anyways. Like yeah. I I do think that it gives a little bit more maneuverability, obviously. But what what it's lacking is the scary attack. So maybe maybe you are you are right, Ryan. That just need to focus in and be be scary out there. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, you already have the ruthless, so yeah. But sometimes we can be scary without hurting our teammates too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I mean, or a triple. <laughs> I, have you seen my dice? I get a triple modem sometimes, James. <laughs> you do. You're like, I, I, I can never be angry about your red dice because I'm just like, they would have gotten that way anyway. We're going to get there. <laughs> yeah. We're going to force it. Like, yeah. You're going to reroll those. You're going to spend a force for that. You're going to ruthless that one. Like, right. it's going to get three hits anyway. So it's just how much, how much resources you have to spend for it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, hopefully uh, somebody can find success with Rampage. I mean, four points for that reinforce on eight health. Gotta be something to it. And a turret to boot. It's like a tiny fire spray out there. Uh, or more like a bad arc. <laughs> uh, who's to say? Uh, what about you, James? It, it, you, got, you got one yeah, I think it, more it's pilot? Like a, it's like the vectored, vectored like cannon RG one. It's like a it's like an RZ one mixed with an ARC one seventy. Uh, yeah. 
yeah gotcha um yeah i was looking at the uh v1 but i think a lot of their loadouts because they have so few loadout points it's pretty like set um, yeah like, fifth only like having fifth seven and yeah. six with six uh yeah. they, they base they both basically love uh very specific things either yeah. if you, you gotta go with the missile missile it just, mean, it's just so good um turns out missiles are you, pretty good so start yeah, there. You, you lost you lost your uh heavy laser cannon that's fair um you probably shouldn't have had that to begin with uh <laughs> And then, uh, and then seventh is spend to oh, seventh it's only, crack shot. only right. yeah it's it's crack it's yeah. force crack shot but only on primary yeah so you could uh, double down I mean but I I feel like the the missiles so good on her I don't know if you drop down to say like magpulse and then maybe run like brilliant or discipline. Ooh, because you have to take the lock. Yeah, I would take. I would probably take. I would take probably Magpulse Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, especially mm -hmm. all you got to do is take lo other low initiatives, like initiative four or lower, to really get the most I mean, I benefit out of Magpulse. I could. I guess you could be doing instinctive, but because they do have focus linked actions, so Brilliant. Yeah, all oh, the focus linked. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you do, if you do go instinctive. Um, I mean, it turns out sometimes you get shot twice around, so having multiple. But how many times you can roll multiple eyeballs? Hundred Yeah, I think I think I still go with brilliant there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with with so few loadout, even with grand only coming in at ten loadout, uh, they're really just not giving these guys a, a lot of room to work with. Um, and a lot of those, a lot of those are. Uh, like force, talent, sensor, missile. That's it. Mm. So, so what? So what uh, do you think then would be an interesting oh, ship man. to take a look at? Um, they don't have a ton in. Oh, I I would want to say that yeah. at least on fifth brother, I I I like at least prefer instinctive aim concussion missile. I'm not chasing his ability a ton. I'm just I would like to fire three dice at all ranges and not make it difficult on myself by taking a target lock. So that's the thing about Tyve ones. They don't link target lock with any of it. Mm -hmm. It's always repo linked focus. So I think just bending your force for instinctive aim and then maybe if you're range one you get used with that. Right. Oh, man, I, I, I have a hard time not doing that homing missile though. It's a big Um I think wow. it's just a bit too gimmicky for him um i, I think seven sister being one point less loadout just makes it even worse to deal with because we use state to fame just well, like what are you doing i am shooting shoot, shoot an ion missile or a mag pulse yeah it's it it not great um so you can uh yeah i think some force upgrade or something in a talent but seven sister I mean, you could double down uh, with those with those crack shots, <laughs> but I I wouldn't recommend yeah. not taking the missile. Missile's too good on it. Predict predictive crack shot. So oh, you can't predictive in sevens. No, you can't predictive. Yeah. 
No. All right, FCS. I took a long range lock. That sounds uh, terrible. But, Don't do that. That's that's <laughs> that's real bad. Uh, if if I can't if I can't do V1s because their loadout is kind of smushed, uh, we can do something like uh, a defender with a uh, Vessery or uh, Brath. Vexler Brath, sure. Yeah, I probably do, more likely to be seeing the. At the same point, it's probably more likely to see the I five. Yeah, and with more loadout. All right, for some reason. Uh, I mean, Rex Brass is the best one. Uh, has yeah. a 13 loadout and the ability after you perform an attack that hits. If you're evading, expose one of the defender's damage card. Amazing. Uh, turns every attack into an attack with a crit. Uh, yeah, very, very good. Um, so obviously we're not going to go tie defender elite here. Um, but I know I want to reach for it, but, uh, I think I probably just go something like, uh, man, obviously juke. You start with juke, right? Uh, on I mean, I mean, if you're taking the full throttle, you might as well lean into it. Yeah. I would imagine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can just take that heavy laser cannon that's so uh, so good on them, uh, but you're left with like one loadout to spare. But I think it is a good combination. Uh, you could go something different with uh, a lock-based uh, weapon with the something like uh, either uh, cluster or concussion. Uh, if you go with a four-point missile, you at least get fire control. But I think uh, Magpuls wouldn't be terrible on Rexler. No, it would be. You're right. Still on the one crit. You want to do damage. Uh, so, yeah, probably Cluster. If you're going missiles, you go Cluster, right? Cluster fire control. I mean, does have a double missile. Uh, could go multi-missile pod or Don't diamond Don't talk to me about this multi-missile pod. Multi-missile <laughs> pod. <laughs> Actually, just to say, yeah. it is front arc. You could do flipping your cards three sixty or uh, one eighty. Yeah, yeah. If, if you don't go the fire, the fire control, then I would probably go diamond boron just for the uh, three, uh, the three charges, and also the possible splash effect. Uh, any other? No, I think uh, that makes sense. Can I can I ask you? Yeah. I want to go elite though. What do you put on him? I want to. No, not not. I think Rexler is the only one. The that only one doesn't go elite. Uh, that, that's like, true. Because he does time need to you be. Because he does need to be evading, huh? Interesting. Yes. Yeah. Who, now, who? I will go elite on Dobbs every day of the week. Dobbs, you say? Okay. Why Dobbs? Uh. So. Uh, Dobbs is never if he, he keeps ionizing himself, mm -hmm. and uh, so it's hard to get that tie with with the uh, with the lock. But what I've seen uh, with Dobbs is after he completes low initiative, after he performs that uh, his ion maneuver, after uh, doing his cancel of damage, mm -hmm. and 
uh, has someone else give him a luck. So now he's throwing uh, like an ion cannon and, uh, you know, or a missile. You could ion, ion, I mean, you can ion proc at somebody. <laughs> uh, he's taking that focus. Did you know that uh, you could take uh, thread tracers? We have Defender Elite. Uh, talking about yeah. the advanced fire control. After you perform a cannon or missile attack, if you have a lock on the Defender, you may perform a bonus primary attack against the Defender. Okay. Uh, okay. So something like thread tracers could give you a lock to allow yourself to follow up with, say, an ion cannon. There you go. There you go. And then uh, for your talent, you have five points on that talent. Um, Is it strange to say swarm tactics to bring somebody below you? Is that too that crazy? Is, that is that is weird to bring someone down. Uh, to, bring, to bring something like a Merrick Stell down to three so you could give him a lock. Um, or even um, I would say like uh, Major Reimer in the bomber uh, could go I down to three. Go, is that crazy? Yeah, I'd probably go. That is pretty crazy. I would look at passive sensors, or you could go um, like with uh, Predator and Fire Control, where that first turn you can. Oh yeah, that Fire 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 Control seems pretty good. Dobbs is the only one that can do um, juke collision. I think these defenders wanting to go fast collision is mm. uh, is a really good choice for them. And he's the is only that, one that can it, do that. Is, is that just because the loadout? Yeah, because it's, it's 14. Because juke is 7, collision yeah. is 7. So. Yeah. Uh, that does solve uh, the problem of trying to 4K even though there's oh. an obstacle right in front of you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, you know, it's going to be tough to kill that ship, especially it's moving at initiative three. It's usually going to know where it's going to end up. Yeah. So it's not going to be stressed almost ever. Sure. That is true. That That's one of the biggest ways to stop, uh, to shut down a defender, is to stress it one time. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then the YK turn. Stress it or make it, or make it, you know, make it turn into rocks. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. He's not stressed and he's not in rocks. Yeah, or he doesn't there care you about go. Rocks, at least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> interesting. Well, I think that's some good stuff. Some interesting loadouts to take a look at uh, for uh, Empire, who is really, to me, Empire has like had the biggest shakeup this season, going from like very, very rigid three agility uh, Darth Vader shenanigans to. Double decimators again. That's some crazy stuff. Why did why did you say the again so sadly? <laughs> uh, they used well. Uh, it, it used to be three, uh, two decimators and uh, jingoist, but jingoist in timeout right now for a while. Actually, I would say uh, yeah. most most tie fighters at three points in timeout right now. We're gonna let the bombers have their time in the sun. We'll go back to tie fighters after. Yeah, I mean, we, we've, uh, seen, we've, seen the, the the, we've seen some of the non-limiteds make a splash, so. 
I know. Well, that Dobbs uh, list. Guess what? Guess what? <laughs> Six of his friends were gonna be. We're all five of his <laughs> friends. Five of his friends were gonna be Black Squadron aces, <laughs> I three Tie Fighters, with those tracer missiles. But that's true. That was very scary. Then what? Tomax or something? I don't know what a four point uh, I three. Yeah, I, I would. I would say no. Yeah, I, I would. Yeah, no. No bomb. I was gonna say you can throw Deathfire in there, but like, please don't throw bombs in this they, list. I tried. I tried that, but uh, the uh, Deathfire with a Tie Swarm. You know, oh like, yeah, yeah. How did it, how, how did it do? I played you against it. Remember? <laughs> oh, I haven't played uh, it since. So. Oh okay. I beat you, but it was scramble. Remember, we had fifteen ships on the board. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was a mess. Uh, it was a mess to be hucking bombs around. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, we can reminisce about other games. Uh, but for now, uh, we're going to call it uh, a wrap. Uh, we're going to be back uh, Wednesday, of course, for Flight Club. Check us, me and James out as we hang out uh, at the local um, simulation. Though, this weekend, though, you got to check us out starting, uh, that would be, I think, uh, just Saturday and Sunday. I got to double check the, maybe that's why I'm thinking it was um, a different time. Uh, nope. Uh, should be October uh, 21st, uh, so Saturday and Sunday for that world qualifier. So definitely check that out. Uh, support uh, Dion while he's traveling up there. Uh, otherwise, we'll be back here every Monday uh, for the podcast live on Twitch. Uh, otherwise, uh, check out uh, the uh, uh, video portion on our YouTube. So, uh, Until next time, stay safe, stay smart. Gold Squadron Cats! Thank you to ISO, Danko, Baffle, Trojan, Prophet, Shadow, Tycho, Spice, Raider, Lancer, Fallen, Row 6, 626, Chief, and J-List, our Grand Admiral Patrons. And all of our Gold Squadron Patrons and Community Members, thank you for your support. Gold Squadron, out.